Today, hope is needed more than ever, and the good news of Easter is that hope is alive. We invite you to gather with us this Easter at Mariner's Church, where we'll be celebrating Jesus' victory over death and his invitation to new life. Invite your friends and neighbors and join us at one of our many in-person Easter services. We have gatherings for every comfort level throughout Orange County, and if you're not ready for physical gatherings, tune into Mariner's Easter services online. We can't wait to celebrate with you. Visit marinerschurch.org for all of our service times and locations, and have a happy Easter! Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Jared Kirkwood, your host for today. Now, today's reading is from Proverbs 15, 14, and it says this, The discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. So what do we learn from that proverb? Well, simply put, um, and what speaks to me today is that the mouth is not the epicenter of wisdom. Have you ever noticed that the people characterized as wise in today's culture are not the ones who are doing most of the talking? Wise people tend to be quiet, reflective. They're sifting through their thoughts and processing them through the dark room of their entire life before they fully develop and deliver what it is that they're thinking. When they speak, it's selective precise, and it comes with a depth beyond most of the words that we hear in conversation today. You see, most of us, we swing and we slash around in the dark with our words, expending immense amount of energy, throwing our perspective and thoughts into the world. But wisdom is like a sniper. It's efficient, succinct, and it's deeply personal. Now, I'm a verbal processor, which means that I say things that I'm not sure I mean yet, hoping that when I hear myself say them, I will know if I actually believe them. What a dangerous way to live, that I might actually say things that I'm not sure I agree with so that I can hear them to determine if I agree with them, even though it may already be too late because somebody has heard what I have said. Today's reading encourages us or those who are like me to practice a discerning heart that seeks knowledge rather than using words to determine what we actually mean. Wisdom comes from the heart, not from the mouth. Now, wisdom and knowledge are two different things. Knowledge is knowing, of course, it's knowing information, but wisdom is knowing how to use what you know. I see wisdom as the action version of knowledge. The heart must know before wisdom can be practiced. Now, I'm going to share something with you that's slightly embarrassing, and I'm going to trust that you're not going to laugh at me or make fun of me the next time you see me. I am 38 years old, and I'm learning how to play piano right now. That's right. Like most six-year-olds in the world, I'm sitting down at a piano with an instructor learning how to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. (laughs) Why am I doing this? Because since I was a freshman in high school, I have loved jazz music. The music of Bill Evans and Oscar Peterson, Thelonious Monk. I grew up listening to these guys 
rip on the piano and I have always wanted to be able to do that. I played um, bass in the jazz band and I was mediocre at best. And now I am trying to realize or actualize this dream that I've had for so many years. I really want the ability to um, express emotion through music in the way that I see uh, these jazz greats do that. They can use a piece of music to share so much and it's just always inspired me. So, uh, you know, I want to do that. Now, if you listened to what I shared two days ago from the daily read, you know that I can be a little bit delusional, which means that I hear somebody play something great on the piano and I'm convinced, you know, give me enough time and I'll be able to do that. And the reality is it's taking me a lot of time to get twinkle, twinkle, little star. And it's a little bit um, frustrating to me. Because where I'm at right now is that I sit at the piano and I learn these basic chords and I practice these basic scales and I can sort of tell, I know what I want to play, but I don't know how to play it. There is a disconnect between what I hear in my mind and what my hands are able to do. So I practice scales, I practice chords, I practice these basic songs that allow me to take chords and implement scales over those chords, but my hands can't execute the melody that I can hear in my mind. Now, what does all this have to do with what we're talking about here today? Jazz is so amazing to me because you can learn all the scales, but a jazz master discerns which notes are going to make great music. You do not play every note in a scale as if that's what music is composed of. But instead, it's the careful selection of what note or what note not to play in order to make the song sing in the way that you want it to. So wisdom and discernment are very similar to this. We don't have to say every single thing that we think. In fact, wisdom thinks a lot more than it speaks. So what might it look like for you and I to seek knowledge and then allow our discerning heart to learn how to implement that knowledge? You see, when we develop a discerning heart, then we know how to practice wisdom in our life. So then the question becomes, where are you seeking knowledge? What are you filling yourself with? What goes in will eventually come out. So the question is, is what's going in bringing you closer to God or is it steering you away? One great question you could ask yourself is, um, who is discipling you? We believe and we have seen that over generations, thousands of years, that you and I are direct descendants of those original disciples of Jesus because the church advances and the church continues by disciples making disciples. So therefore, you are a product of someone else caring for you. Now, the question then becomes, who is pouring into your life? Who is discipling you? What is discipling you? Are you getting more from God's word each day or from breaking news? Perhaps you're like me and maybe you're in danger of talking too much and you could benefit from fostering a discipline of listening. What might it look like for you today to listen more than you speak, to ask a question of someone or even of God and to listen more than you talk, that you might be generally interested in the pursuit of being interested in others rather than being perceived as interesting yourself. You see, I, I hope for every single one of us 
that we pursue knowledge, not for just the simple fact of knowing more, but that we pursue knowledge so that we can do something with that knowledge, that we might be perceived as wise in the world, not because we have worked hard for people to think that we're wise, but instead that we might use knowledge in a precise, intentional way that it is actually God's wisdom in our life coming through. Wisdom has a source, and that source is God alone, right? If you've ever been um, in in God's creation out in nature and you see a, a creek or a river, that river does not exist in and of itself, that river has a source, and it's typically up on a mountain. It comes from snow melt of some kind. That uh, that river comes from somewhere. Similarly, knowledge has a source, and it comes from God. When you and I practice a discerning heart, what we're doing is we're opening ourselves up to say, God, I am not wise in myself, but instead I am connected to you. Just like John 15 says, we want to be connected to the vine. We want to hold on tightly to the vine of Jesus so that All of the fruit of the Spirit come from a source. That source is God. Wisdom is just like that. Allow us to be connected to God so that as we seek the knowledge that comes from God, our life might be the execution or the implementation of that knowledge, which is wisdom. So as you go about your day today, where are you seeking knowledge? How are you practicing the discipline of listening, and what might it look like for you to start small today? As we are on a journey to Easter, the the real question is, are you willing, and what might it look like for you to ask God for discernment with any doubts, questions, or concerns that you have? God is not afraid of your doubts, questions, or your concerns. He's aware of them, and he's intrigued by having a conversation with you about them. So open up. Ask him, create space for you to have that level of connection and intimacy with God. So as we close today, allow me to pray um, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 19 over you. Verse 14 begins this way. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, He may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the full measure of all the fullness of of God. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.